Hey, Geekscapists! Welcome to our brand new Geekscape. I'm Jonathan London, your host. If this is your first Geekscape. We talk pop culture here, and we've been doing it since about 2006. No, since exactly 2006. One of the longest-running podcasts on the internet is right here in your ears. Maybe because you found us on um, what do they still call it? iTunes? No, they call it Apple Podcasts. Maybe you find us on Spotify. Maybe you've been listening for that long. Maybe you're a Brand new Geekscape, as you found us at Comic Con or something. Maybe you found us through one of the other podcasts on the Geekscape network, like uh, Horror Movie Night or um, Dynamic Resolution. That's what we renamed Geekscape Games. Maybe you found us uh, through uh, $2 Late Fee. I like those guys. Um, and you, you were like, Geekscape? Why is it, what's this Geekscape intro on my favorite podcast? Let me check out Geekscape. Well, I don't hope to be your favorite podcast if I'm not already. Uh, you can still listen to those other podcasts. You got time, but I'm really glad you're here. Uh, especially because this is our Geekscape Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom special. I have to slow down and not just say Breath of the Wild because after so many years waiting for a follow-up to Breath of the Wild, we didn't even know if we were going to see it on the Switch or if Nintendo was going to have a new system. It's finally here. Uh, It arrived last week, and I've been playing all weekend, as well as my guests who are joining me today. We're going to be talking all about uh legend of zelda tears of the kingdom but don't worry if you're not playing it uh and you haven't yet we're going to avoid uh, story spoilers we might talk a little bit about the creatures we might talk a little bit about the brand new landscapes like the fact that a lot of the game takes place in the sky and below hyrule uh but we're going to steer clear of the actual plot so that that stuff doesn't get ruined uh we'll just let the rest of the internet do that for you so if you just want to hear us really geek out about the brand new zelda game talk about some of the brand new features of the game that we're enjoying some of the new changes or some of the amazing things that stayed the same or got enhanced we'll be talking about that uh there's tons to talk about because this game i think is by estimation about two and a half times bigger than breath of the wild uh at least double its size and so there's tons to talk about and a lot we're excited about and it's going to take us a while to play this game so don't worry spoilers story spoilers we haven't quite gotten there yet Uh, but we've tried we've given it our best this past weekend all right you ready for some Zelda? Uh, well, I got some good news. Uh, we're going to actually have Zelda on the show. Not today. You're going to want to subscribe because uh, Zelda actress Patricia Somerset is coming on the show next week. She's going to do a little one-on-one with me. We're going to talk playing uh, Princess Zelda in the brand new game. She was also Princess Zelda in Breath of the Wild. We'll talk about that whole thing. So I'll have voice actress Patricia Somerset um, on the show to talk about playing Zelda. And when we get right back, uh, we'll talk about actually us playing Zelda. So hang tight. You're in the right spot. This is Geekscape. Let's go. All right, Geekscape, let's talk some Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, again, if this is your uh, first Geekscape and you're like, hey, what do y'all do here? Well, sometimes I sit down with people one-on-one and we talk about uh, 
you know, creating stories. Maybe they're actors or directors or writers or video game people. Um, I recorded an awesome one last Friday with uh, Bomani J. Story. He's got this brand new movie, The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. It's like a Frankenstein take in um, in a different setting. And it's just awesome. That'll come out in June. We recorded that episode. And then I've got a ton of Geekscapes that I'm recording and putting out as the releases come. You're going to have no shortage of Geekscapes. Um, so please share this with your friends. Tell them to subscribe and be like, hey, if you're a filmmaker, Jonathan talks to filmmakers. If you're an actor, Jonathan talks to actors. If you are a comic book fan, Jonathan's all about comic books and talks comic books all the time. Maybe you listened to last week's episode where uh, Ian and I broke down and just talked about how much we loved Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Loved it and also talked a lot about like the comparisons with new characters like Adam Warlock, how they compare to the comics uh, and the movie and this and that. So we love doing this here. We do it for you. We only charge nothing. Uh, so the least you can do, if you don't mind, is share us with your friends, leave some awesome reviews, and uh, just spread the love. That's what we're here for. Um, Jim Pugnarelli, speaking of love, and we love Jim, uh, he, he's in the comments already on YouTube, and he says, hey, I have something to fess up to. Yeah, I'm sure this is very difficult for Jim to talk about, but I'm a Zelda virgin. Never played any installment. I think it ca- it's because my eighth grade girlfriend got into it right before she dumped my ass. Well, Jim, I have some news for you. Your eighth grade girlfriend, it was all downhill from there. I'm sorry. I don't know if y'all kept in contact, um, but I actually um, talked to your eighth grade girlfriend and she said the biggest mistake she ever made uh, was dumping you. So I'm sorry. It's a long time ago. Um, she doesn't know how to make it up to you. But if anything, Zelda has filled the hole in her heart that was vacated when she kicked you to the curb. So uh, if anything, um, I would say play Zelda, enjoy it, and just let her go on her own journey. She's not unlike our protagonist Link here in Hyrule. She's, she's on her own journey. But you too must pick up the mantle Jim and uh I would say there's plenty of places to start. Maybe we start simple with the 8-bit era and just go retro. Maybe we start with the big enchilada Breath of the Wild and you can play that right up into Tears of the Kingdom, but Jim, the main thing I'm trying to get across to you to you is um it's never too late to start and uh her fucking loss, bro. We love you, man, and we're your family now. Uh Jim says you're a lying bastard, but you're very sweet and I love you for it. Oh, no, no, she's absolutely on meth now. Okay, <laughs> let's get to it. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. All right, let's, before the lawsuits start, I did not name anybody. Uh, before the lawsuits start, he will start coming after me for telling people that a, a U.S. senator, I don't know who you did. <laughs> I don't know where they ended up. <laughs> I'm not on meth. Geekscape says I'm on meth. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, let's talk about our other favorite new drug, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, here to join me is, uh, you know, let's, let's get this started easy. Our good friend who we trust a million times over when it comes to video games. He's been a big part of what we do at Geekscape for a very long time. As far as our games are concerned, for sure. Our good friend Josh Jackson. You can you can hear him on Dynamic Resolution, which is the brand new renamed Geekscape Games. Uh, because every time Shane would do something deplorable on that show, I'd be like, "Why is Geekscape on this? Like, why? Like, you can do whatever the hell you want, but please don't do it under the banner of Geekscape Games or anything that leads back to me." All right, pal, because. Uh, you don't want me as a character witness, okay? Because I've witnessed a lot of awful stuff with Josh. I love that we're talking about this right after this meth accusation. 
<laughs> well, like, Josh, this is perfect um, timing. <laughs> Josh, you're, you're having a little bit of internet problems as far as my end is concerned, but um, Josh, l- let's clear things up because I just got Shane his press badge and he's finally returning to Comic-Con for the first time since the, the, the pandemic. Um, he, 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 he almost peed on you one night at Comic-Con when you were asleep in the corner and he was drunk and he thought he'd walked into the bathroom or not. So like, Listen, Josh, you just say the word and he's gone. All right, pal? And dynamic resolution is gone. Canceled. No, right? I mean, I'm I'm fine with the, you know, the constant sense of danger. It's like, oh, you know, okay. when in a Comic-Con trip like that, it's like, you know, you just learn to always be on your toes, always be ready for anything, including including getting peed on. You know, <laughs> it's just another thing. <laughs> you're probably having some nightmare that a pipe's burst and like you're having to get out of a flood and something and then you wake wake you're like where's that sound coming from it's so realistic you wake up and you know shane's over you and he's aiming in the wrong direction man like okay look uh if you like a sense of danger maybe we stick to the video games okay and to talk about that there's tons of danger in this brand new tears of kingdom we got an old friend of mine and she doesn't seem that old she's not that old because i first met her as her film professor that's right kat von z um Kat used to be my film student, and you can tell how bad a teacher I am because I don't think she works too much in film anymore. <laughs> yeah, I get, I get, I get peed on by different kinds of beasts. It's okay. Whoa! Hey, <laughs> oh yeah, you're you work in a vet clinic. I'm a vet tech. Yeah. <laughs> so. I was about to say. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Jim's ex girlfriend's not the only one going fighting on rough times. I'm like, like we- at least mine is just like, oh. Well, it's not your fault. Yeah, I thought at least Kat it kind of comes like, with the job. You're, yeah, you're expecting I, it. Yeah. I signed up for it. It's okay. Shane, Shane's like, in, in my defense, um, I sometimes it comes to my job, too. Like, I, you know, I guess. That's fine. All right. Well, let's move away from that topic. Let's talk about this. Um, guys, remember when the Switch came out and everyone was going crazy to try and pre-order the thing? And it's one of the most memorable moments from Geekscape Games when... Uh, it went live as you guys were recording and in the middle of an episode, everyone's just kind of pausing to hit refresh on their order forms. Then finally there's a bust out celebration in the middle of the episode where you guys are like, I did it. I got to check out. I got my switch. And then of course the big game to get with that one was breath of the wild. And it was a perfect game. We put hundreds of hours into that game. Um, then the DLC played through the DLC rode my motorcycle around and then I was such an addict that I played the Hyrule Warriors games and played through that DLC and just kept working through it. I think as a longtime Lifetime Zelda fan, that not only was Breath of the Wild the best-selling version, it was the best Zelda game. It was a love letter to so many of the Zelda games. It honored so much of the history but didn't uh, lean on it too heavily. It was its own thing in a lot of ways. I never thought we'd get a, a, a sequel in this system. Josh, what was in in Cat as well? Um, y'all pre-ordered the game, obviously. You went digital, physical. What was your like? What'd y'all do? Take off work for the day on Friday? Like I'm mad. Have yes, I did. <laughs> I, took off, I took off. I took off work for first day. Go oh, go ahead, Josh. Sorry. And I took off work for a completely different reason, but that was just because I couldn't get there. <laughs> um, oh, but I mean, it worked out. It worked out because um, I ended up going with the collector's edition. I think you could actually see it right behind me. Um, I do. I see it right over your right shoulder. Yeah, but uh, I it did it didn't actually arrive until the end of the day, so staying home really didn't help much. But uh, but yeah, like whenever I can try to get them, I try to jump on the collectors, and I was lucky enough to get it. 
And then at the very end Josh, of the day, a second one showed up that I forgot that I ordered. So, oh <laughs> shit, Josh, if I may ask, um, what's in the collector's edition? Because I just got the physical copy from Best Buy plus the Amiibo, and mm. then it came with, um, I think I have it here on my desk. Oh, here I have it. It came with like a print, um, just a you know the regular kind of logo print link. Looking over, you've seen it a million times. It comes with a print. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna get signed by Miyamoto and put up on my wall. I don't know. I'm just kidding. But um, what comes in the collector's edition? Um, it comes with a steel book, the regular box. It comes on my over my other shoulder. You could probably see the poster, which I think it's the same yeah. design as the print that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a set of pins that are kind of the same symbols as like some of the runes in the game. And then it comes with this big like hardcover art book as well. It's pretty cool. Might be mm-hmm. worth it for sure. Um, Kat, you got it day one, of course. And how'd that go? Uh, so I did digital mostly because a, the closest GameStop to me is like 35, 40 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And B, I didn't want to wait. I didn't want to wait. Like, I know everyone did the whole like midnight releases. They were doing like quiz shows and all these other things. And oh, I was shit. like, but yeah, a lot of GameStops were like, oh, we're doing like a quiz show. We're doing like giveaways. I'm like, uh-uh, I got time. I want to play it. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait in line. So I just did digital just so I could like get it started. And I didn't actually start when it released. I was building like a Lego Snorlax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my brother's texting me like, it's out now. You got to start. And I was like, hold on. I'm putting Snorlax together. And he's like, he can wait. I was like, Okay. So, yeah, I just did digital, and um, the only fancy thing I have is this, like, Master Sword light that I have. So That's pretty cool, though. I was like, that's all I got. But, yeah, I did digital because I was like, I ain't got time to wait. I got to start, like, right away. um, Well, I ordered the pre-ordered the Best Buy thing. They weren't doing any midnight releases around here. They were like, no, forget that. I imagine GameStop might have, but um, I have a ton of Zelda stuff everywhere. But the Amiibo that are usually on my desk just as, like, decoration... I've peeled that all off my desk because I've been using them in the game to get like extra mushrooms and, and extra crafting, uh, you know, rocks and things like that. Uh, I have a a um, Wind Waker Link plush just like off camera, and as is um, as Josh will tell you, like I that was my my song when I came out to to marry Heidi in October. I came out to the Wind Waker theme. Uh, if if you were there, Josh, and remember that you were there, um, mm-hmm. that was that was big for me. I like. I definitely wanted to use that song for a long time. And um, this has just been a big, this is my favorite franchise. And so I could not wait to get there. And I did the thing where I went to Best Buy waiting for the email that tells me that it was ready to pick up and which usually comes right before doors open. And I walked in and I was still about a 15 minute wait behind a bunch of other middle-aged men in a Best Buy. And (laughs) I was like, you know what? These are my people. I took a picture of how long the line was. I sent it to Heidi and I said, just to let you know what I'm doing today. I'm, <laughs> I'm standing in line at the Best Buy near us, picking up my pre-order of, of uh, Tears of the Kingdom. And I was feeling pretty good about our community. And then uh, as I get to, to pay, a guy who was a couple registers down, he got his his Amiibo and he got his um, his physical copy and his print like I did. And as she handed it to him after he paid. He held it up to everyone and he goes, nee, 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 or like that. <laughs> and it was, and nobody cheered. It was just like an awkward silence. And I was like, oh, 
Oh no! Oh, oh, oh no! Oh, you know they were buddy. all thinking about doing it. Uh, actually, he didn't do the. He didn't do the, uh, the. What I just did was the song that you do when you finish one of the uh, one of the uh, shrines. He actually did the opening of the of the, the, the treasure chest. He's like, yeah, he goes. And we were all like, just go silently. So, so I was. So when she handed me the uh, amiibo, the the man toy, the little physical toy, and uh, my my uh, physical copy, I was like, uh, uh, "What kind of microwaves you got, too? Um, just so I can also get them. I could be here for some other reason because I don't. I'm not with that guy right there. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I owned it, uh, but it did remind me of the time I went for one of the adult Happy Meals at McDonald's. And as I'm, eating, <laughs> did you go for one of those things, Josh? Oh, with the Halloween buckets. No, well, no, no. For, I did one for a Pokemon for Pokemon cards. I definitely I did a kid's meal. I get that, but there was a couple <laughs> back in like August, it was like a signature some artist was doing jams on like some of the figurines of like McDonald's characters and he did an adult happy meal. And it, it was it was a bigger happy meal. It had adult sized fries and drink and all that. And it had this like little vinyl figure of like Birdie or Grimace or or hamburger kind of thing. Uh, and I was like, oh, cool, an adult Happy Meal. I'm going to get in on this. It'll be fun. And as I'm eating the thing, as I'm opening the thing, getting all excited and taking a picture to post on Instagram that I got an adult Happy Meal, I'm looking up and there's a bunch of middle-aged men also <laughs> doing the same thing in the, mid- in the middle of a Saturday afternoon or a Friday afternoon, like nobody there. And I was like, oh, boy. Oh, yeah, you're here. And Heidi's, Heidi was like, where are you right now? And I was like, I don't want to tell you. I got a full-on kids' meal as an adult. I ordered a kids' meal. I was like, I want the kids' meal with chicken nuggets and apple juice. Thank you. Right. I own the fact that I want it. Too. Well, yeah, I was like... You're a Pokemon fan, and Pokemon fans are built different. I'm a fan of all things, so... <laughs> but yes, I was like, but, I don't care. Give me the apple juice. It's but fine. Yeah, but perfect, especially with the Pokemon cards, you got to get in there right away before everyone takes them. I think... Yeah. Oh, those kids, was, those kids get violent. Yeah. It was the first... <laughs> I think it was the first time they gave Pokemon cards... Um, like after or during COVID where they all sold out immediately and they were going on eBay for like way too much money. It was terrible. Like I found out about it and the next day, every McDonald's around me was completely sold out. <laughs> well, uh, D hall over on YouTube says you, that guy was the one extrovert in a crowd of introverts. That did, who did the, no, did, he did left the and he was thing. like, he's still thinking about that moment. And he's like, guys, I went, I did this whole thing. I thought everyone would cheer. No one said a thing. He's still thinking about that till this day. Yeah, I know, poor dude, and, and it's only been a couple of days, but I'm sure it weighs heavily on him. Like <laughs> he next, next time, he hasn't even played bring, the game. Just, Every time he looks at it, he's just like, he's like, I just can't. What yeah. you gotta do is you gotta you gotta bring a master sword and hold it up above your head or something like that. Like you gotta and security actually, just comes after. Yeah, you, right? get your ass tackled and then be like, get off me, moblins. Um, so let's talk about it, uh, Geekscape. I've talked about Breath of the Wild a lot on Geekscape, but. Um, what are your impressions? You've spent a couple days playing this. What are your first impressions on this? Uh, obviously, there's a brand new realm above the sky. There's also what I thought they were they should have done with the sequel is go beneath Hyrule, and they definitely did that. That was that wasn't a big part of their advertising, but I love it. Um, what are your impressions? Is the game harder? What are you loving? What is some of the stuff that you're glad is the same? Um, How's it different? And yeah, where are you at, Cat? What do you what are you thinking? You're probably playing the most. So. I think like you and I talked about this earlier. I was talking about like the fusing of weapons 
Yeah, fusing's I, huge. It is, and I know it tells you right off the bat, but I think I, like I said, I was so distracted with the fact I'm like, oh my god, there's a new game. I've been waiting like years for this. Like I just want to keep going. I don't care what the tutorial <laughs> says. Let's just go. And I was having such a hard time because I've done, and I won't spoil anything, but I've done three of the like dungeon or like areas of the regions or whatever. But there are actual dungeons are back, and and, and I, I haven't experienced one because I'm taking my sweet time. But there I, are actual <laughs> dungeons back, which there weren't yeah. in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it's. It's I'm having such a hard time with some of the bosses. I'm like, my weapons just keep breaking because they only do like six damage. I'm like, this guy takes me like 45 minutes to kill. It's very much like a Dark Souls situation. Yeah. Where you're like, I hit a couple times and I dodge. Duck and run. Yeah. And I hit a couple times and I dodge a bunch. And like, I've gone three dungeons through. And like I was mentioning to you today, like, I just realized I'm like, oh, using weapons makes them stronger. I didn't. I was fusing my arrows, no big deal. But for some reason, my brain didn't connect it. So I thought it was like, man, this is really hard. Like, they definitely upped the difficulty on this. Yeah. They, they upped the difficulty, but I don't think that was necessarily no. the why. <laughs> that was user I mean, error. <laughs> the, but, but the game is harder, especially it's underground. Huge. Underground, those those animals are psychotic. And have it's you found dark. a region? It's very dark. And... <laughs> You, you have to light your way and, and kind of tackle the underground sequence piecemeal. And narratively, you get in the very beginning that um, this takes place not too long after Breath of the Wild. And Zelda yeah. and Link are exploring underneath Hyrule Castle. And there's a bunch of corruption coming up through in Hyrule, making people sick. So, so Zelda, the gloom, Zelda's going to ex explore it. And then what they trigger in that opening sequence sends a lot of things underground and above ground and a lot of this ends up in the sky and you end up being rescued by the ghost of the original king of hyrule but it's pretty awesome in your arm the whole narration is is great um but uh the game is harder and what it what you learn when you return to hyrule the, the prologue is kind of up in the sky and it's kind of the selling point of this new version of the game but uh when you're done with the prologue you, you go to hyrule and you spend a lot of time there for a bit what you learn is that this uh corruption is decayed everything and the divine beasts are gone for the most part i still want to ride my my unicycle my little unicorn motorcycle uh but all of the weapons like you said cat they decay very quickly and a huge part of this game is i hate to put you out like this but a huge part of this game is, fu is <laughs> yeah fuse, it's fusing. It is. and you can't fuse weapons that have already been fused once they're broken they're broken but you can take something that is like a seven or an 11 to begin with on damage uh and you can fuse things to it that emit flame uh we were talking earlier that the onyxes are back the giant rock monsters but there's also these things that are called flux constructs which are monsters that were constructs in and of themselves and if you defeat these larger monsters they leave like a heart which you can't pick up like you pick up you know, like an eye or a wing from something that you kill and then you use it in a potion or use it later. Um, you have to uh, fuse something to it and then you start getting some really powerful stuff. I killed an onyx, didn't know what to do with this heart that it had dropped in this cave. I fuse um, something to it and I'm just smashing stuff left and right, like one hit kills. And same thing with some of the ones that emit flame. Uh, it's pretty awesome. I think the fuse ability is my favorite new part of the game although i gotta say like the ability to like pick stuff up and move it as well uh, yeah, and that's it like picking things up and and attaching them to each other to to do builds that stuff's cool too 
Josh, what are your first impressions of the game? I think you're right behind me narratively, right? Yeah, I think I just got the last major cutscene at the um, after you meet the scientists and everything. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I've just been spending most of my time just kind of exploring. I'm kind of tackling it the same way I did Breath of the Wild, so I'm focusing a lot on the shrines and trying to build up my hearts before I move um, forward too much. And like you both were saying, yeah, like, I mean, it's been a really long time since I played Breath of the Wild, but I didn't think I was that out of practice. And I was just getting killed <laughs> constantly by, by like everything I came across. It got to the point where I just stopped fighting. It's like, why bother? I but, don't uh, think that is, I don't think that's you out of practice. This is a harder game. No, mm. and that's the thing is I'm not the only person. I was talking to a couple of friends who have like, we're trying to get back into the, like the muscle memory of the game. And people are like, I was trying to build a construct at the very beginning where you're you're building this like like buggy with the hooks mm-hmm. that like take you somewhere. Yeah, well, there's a shrine. There 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 are shrines that'll train you on things like um like Building. constructing things together and putting them together and like sending them down rails, especially up in the sky where you have to get island to island. Learning the rail system between islands by building constructs that work almost like monorails at Disneyland. Yeah. That stuff's really important to transportation. You'll learn that pretty soon. There's also a lot of caves going on that aren't just yeah. the underground corruption area. There are caves everywhere, which is really cool. That's a new addition to the game as well. But sorry, you were saying. No, but it, yeah, it's just like those things where you're building these things and you're like, oh, I'm pushing the right buttons. And I had jumped off so many different constructs. I'm pushing <laughs> the wrong button. And I was texting my brother. I was like, I just got killed by an ice choo-choo. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> and someone else was like, I'm glad the only one who's just like dying for really stupid reasons like i jumped off a full-on in the middle of the sky construct and i was like i thought i was pushing the construct button or the like because <laughs> i got stuck because i didn't do them like evenly and so i got sure. i got caught going down a rail and i was trying to like use my weapon to see if i hit it if it like moved it and instead but i just jumped might. off <laughs> right right yeah. i understand and, and the thing is too with some of these uh, pieces of technology that are from this ancient race that allow you to do things like constructs. Uh, there's an entire new uh, mythology that's going on, like the older, you know, you 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 find like the OG technology of Hyrule. And we're not talking about the ones from Breath of the Wild that was part of the war 100 years ago. This is like hundreds, thousands of years in the past uh, when people lived in the sky and lived underneath the ground and lived across Hyrule in Unity, of course, and that got messed up. We'll find out why as we keep going. Um, But flying is a big part of it. And I love the gliders. And I love love attaching rockets to the gliders or just little hover fans to the gliders and just zooming around. Am I great at it? Well, the thing is you... As you're gliding, no. you control the glider, at least in my experience, you control it by walking around on the glider yep. to lean mm. it left or right. Or you, forward. Or forward or back. If you dedicate it too much. <laughs> or careening it around. Your, yeah, if you over-dedicate <laughs> your, your balance, you're done. The, early on, there was an island I wasn't supposed to get to, but damn, did I try on that glider. <laughs> and I was like, if I could just go further, just I didn't have bit. the... Yeah, I think they want you to get the um, little parachute thing that they had in Breath of the Wild. Um, oh, the paraglider? You, the paraglider before you play that game. <laughs> but, <laughs> damn, I gave it my college try. Like, going and jump to that island and uh, died once or twice before I decided, okay, maybe it's not worth going splat. Um, the the cave stuff splat. is fun. The cave stuff is fun for me. I like exploring underneath, and that was something you didn't get a whole lot of. 
also like we we're talking about uh there are not a lot of weapons at least at this point and it w- i don't mean like the actual weapons and yes you you have to fuse them to make them more powerful cats at an elite gamer that she got through three regions without without using you got good at like running hiding coming back biting your time so frustrated you were you were doing like metal gear you were doing like metal gear solid hyrule style like when you you get to the zora boss and i won't talk about it but when you get to the zora boss you will have a whole new respect for me that you just don't understand. <laughs> it's insane. I'm going in. I'm Sounds going like in a with challenge. a stick. I want, I want you to try. Here's the thing. I want you no. to try at least once without fusing a weapon. Just you, you can fuse your arrows. That's fine. But don't fuse a weapon so you can understand my struggle. <laughs> I want well, you I mean, to, just try. Just try. That's all I, I ask. Lo- I love the fusing stuff so much that as soon as I get a weapon, um, I go through my like inventory i'm like what can i stick to this to make it lethal let me and just I, say i got to a whole i got he had like i'm not saying like maybe a fifth of his health bar left and i ran out of weapons <sighs> i had no arrows and i'm like well so i'm you can i could run around and his health bar didn't go down and i was like well what if i just leave restock on weapons maybe it'll be fine and i came back and i was like Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I was so close. The weapons destroy so quickly in this game. And (gasps) even even the Master Sword in this part of the early, 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 early prologue, even the Master Sword gets fucked up. Like, heavily. I'm like, where do I charge? And I'm just like, (laughs) it's not about charging the Master Sword. Like, the Master Sword gets fucking just like almost destroyed. And it looks nasty, and you're like, "Oh no, this is going to be part of it." Let's let's figure out how to put it all together. Um, I know, you know, you know that the Zelda games you're going to get Metroided at the beginning and put back to like three hearts and get stripped of everything. I thought it was promising at the beginning that I started with all my hearts that it looked like I ended up Breath of the Wild with. Watching them disappear, though, yeah, that was heartbreaking. But narratively, it made sense. It totally did. I was like. I've got so many hearts. I was like, I knew they were going to go, but like watching them go was so. Yeah. They made sure to make that as dramatic just... as possible. It's like, and look, I, I got really choked up. I was like, my, my guy, he's just, it got his whole body. It's not just his arm. It oh yeah. It's like whole body, man. Like in Princess Mononoke, when his arm gets all corrupted, remember the beginning of yeah. Princess Mononoke when that shit like climbs up into his arm and turns all crudded. Like that was like that. I, mean, I thought it was awesome. The, all the cutscenes so far have been awesome. It's been great to see the NPC characters come back. Some of my favorites, like Hudson, the construction yeah. president, like mm-hmm. those goofy bastards. Because obviously you have to save the kingdom, but why would you save the kingdom when you can go around helping construction and help yeah. build signposts? Um, yeah, the, the, asinine, <laughs> the asinine side quest. Like, did you do the one? There's one where you have to help people put plushies back into a trailer. Back into a. Uh, have you seen that one? No, I haven't seen this, it yet. I haven't done that yet. Okay, no. well, they, there's somebody transporting toys to one of the towns, and I mean, it's like transporting I, the Koroks. So it's. I, I spooked. I spooked oh. the the girl, and a bunch of like her <laughs> literal fluffy animals went flying, and she timed my ass with going to put them all back in the trailer. She's like, "If you can put them back in my wagon." And you literally have to run around, grab these things, and chuck them into the wagon with such precision that they don't bounce back out. And there's not a lot of time to do it. I cannot do it successfully yet. Uh, It will take a higher stamina bar than I have at the moment. Um, But 
why not help somebody put plushies back in a wagon instead of, I don't know, saving the entire damn kingdom? <laughs> I got time. I got time. And I was thinking about that, too, because I've been, like, watching, like, days go by or, like, for some reason, whenever I'm trying to climb a mountain where I'm like, I think I can get there, it starts raining. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, we'll just find cover. We'll build a fire and we'll just wait. We're just going to wait out the rain. I'm like, man, people are not pressed for time. Like, I am taking my sweet time. I like, I don't even know how much time. I wish, because they didn't do it in Breath of the Wild. I kind of wish that they would do some kind of record keeping of like, hey, it took you 365 days to save the kingdom like i wish they kind of did that because the amount of time oh, I in game waiting, time in yeah, game time right i kind of wish because well i know i'm but i'm like the amount of time i spend waiting for rain to just go by is a little sad like that's yeah, more apparently important dan is not in too big of a rush either can't yeah. really rush uh there are there are pieces of armor that you can get that help you with things like climbing in water and They're this so and that. Expensive. They're not just expensive. I have a, a lot of them link. are a lot of them are story driven. Like you I, don't get them unless you pass some of these side quests, mm-hmm. like helping the local gazette with stories. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> then you'll give me the frog suit that can help yeah. me with that slick storyline. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to go up stuff in the rain. Okay, fine, I guess. We'll figure it out. But I do like that the crafting, infusing, and building constructs and things like that have helped creative solutions to getting around some of those things that you're not necessarily equipped for, like stat-wise or weapon-wise to do yet. Like there have been a lot of creative ways to kill things. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the highlights of the game, I think, so far, is just there's so many different solutions you can come up with. You know, sometimes they'll make it obvious the way they want you to do it, but there's, you know, if you get (laughs) creative enough, you could come up with any kind of option. Like, I think one of my friends posted where instead of using the glider to get off the sky islands, he just made a big box and clung to it and like pushed it off and fell all the way down. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My solution is usually, well, strap a rocket to it. (laughs) Yeah. I had a moment where there's a part in the in the in one of the dungeons where there's a bunch of tracks like you know mm-hmm. you've you've built the like the, the carts right right, right, mm-hmm. right. such an intricate system and i saw an article about this and i was like okay i'm glad it's not just me where everyone's building like really long bridges what yes they're building like log bridges that Instead are just, using like, the carts to go between islands on the rail system they're like i'm just gonna build my ass a big ass bridge i built myself a big <laughs> ass bridge i was so stuck and it was so confusing like it's so cool but it's so intricate where i'm like where does this lead go where does this go how do i get here and then there are things like it's so overwhelming nope. and i was Making like a big bridge and i'm, I'm like not gonna yeah, I built a big bridge. I got where I needed to go. I was like, I don't know if this is how they wanted me to do it, but I got where I needed to go, and I did what I did. But that's a lot. There's an article about where people are building just huge bridges because there's trees everywhere, and they're build yeah. they're building long log bridges to get where they need to go. And I'm like, they had to know this was coming. Like we're all too like either lazy or uncreative or uninspired. Where we're like, nope, we're just building a bridge. Have like, you? Well, I want to talk about the new monsters in the game, like that, like that flux construct that I was talking about earlier, which is like a collection of cubes, fancy sentient Rubik's cubes. Cube? It's mm. a bunch of fancy Rubik's cubes that can attack you. One of the cubes is vulnerable, and you have to mm-hmm. keep hitting it until it disperses into all the separate cubes, and then you have to attack that one before it reconstitutes and comes at you in a different form. And I love those giant bosses. But um, y'all been attacked by, attacked by a fucking tree yet? Yeah, <laughs> that, that was the craziest thing. 
I don't remember that shit. No, I was like riding my horse through the like forest, and all of a sudden like, they started coming alive. And I'm like, dude, get the fuck away from me. I don't have I any horse yet. Forest, and this damn tree pops up out of the ground and starts chasing me like Return to Oz. Remember that scary-ass crap where they're throwing... <laughs> uh, remember Return to Oz, that scary Oz yeah. sequel for the 80s with Thor... With, what's her name? Um, and, and they start throwing, like, freaking, like, apples at you and stuff. Like, these yes! crazy yes! fucking land of illusion trees started attacking me. It was crazy. I, feel like I ran I away. I but... through and didn't look back. I was like, nah, screw this. I feel um, like I was talking go back to... with an axe. Go back with an axe and you'll be surprised how well, fast was... you kill those fuckers. I was talking to an NPC. They're like, man, these trees just keep moving. I don't remember what exactly they said, but I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm looking at these trees and they don't move. And then I walked up to one and it started moving. I was like, oh, okay. And like, I'm and then his friend like... comes to chase you. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, like, like I like you know it made me think of Pokemon with like the treants that are mm-hmm. those like tree monsters. I was like, mm. I I was seeing them during the day. I was like, I hope I don't run into these at night. Do they look scarier? Are there some of these underneath, like in, in like the depths that I was like really concerned about because I'm scared of the dark. So the depths are really hard for me. I'm like well, throwing those blight bulbs like nobody's business. Yeah, we're lighting those places up. The one thing about the, <laughs> not the depths, but the caves, that was one of my, and you find this really early. It's not a new monster in this game, but it's a return of an OG Zelda monster. The return of the like likes, and they're massive. Like likes mm-hmm. are these tubular things that you would see in like Link's Awakening, or you see them usually in the top down Link games. And they look like little tubes with teeth in the middle, and they come up out of the ground, usually in the sand areas, and they they consume you, and then they spit you out with damage. But once they spit you spit you out, you'll get like a little uh, notification that says, "Oh, something it took your shield. Taken. Yeah, it took your shield. Mm-hmm. It took your sword. It took your yeah. like something that you really needed, and you got to kill the thing to get it back." Uh, like likes are back, and they're not back, and they're not small, and they're not silly. They're back, and they're monstrous, and they're nasty, and they're huge. Dude, yeah, I, I killed myself so many times when they stretch out, and I would shoot a bomb into its mouth, and the bomb would explode close enough to be kill too me. close to you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Secret- I got go for I, it. No, I got really excited because I remember them from the Ocarina of Time. They're in the Fire Dungeon when Link's an mm-hmm. adult, like a ton, and they'd always hold on. Cat, Ka- what microphone are you using, real quick? You keep. Are you hearing it going in and out, Josh? Or uh, yeah, this are, are you- one. It's that one, but you, I want to. I want you to hang with it a little bit, okay, more consistently. Oh, that's beautiful. What well, you just we'll did hold it, yeah, beautiful. So thank you. It's the um. They're in the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. They're in the mm-hmm. like when Link's an adult. They're in the Fire Dungeon, a ton, and they took your shield. They took so many things from you. So when I saw these, I was like, this kind of look like Ike Ikes, but they're a little different. And then when they dropped the like the Ike Ike stone or something, the like like stone, yeah, yes, and um. There are re-deads in this game. I haven't run into what? them yet. What the hell are the re Well, re-what? They're, Describe the, that to me. The re-deads or the, the undeads or they're the mummies. Those that things that like, would freeze <gasps> you when you looked at them. In the Legend of Zelda when Link was an no, adult. No, I they're quit. In here. Yeah. There's a <laughs> that was our Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom special. I guess I won't be playing this game anymore. <laughs> Dude, I, I hate those things. The things I that go, ah! And, scream? Yeah. No. and he freezes and they like. No. They like jump on you like a backpack? Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. They munch on your head. I'm not doing that. No. Yeah, no. They're... It was fine when it was like like looked like sixty four bit. That yeah, was they're fine. in the game. But no, I, I want to do it. Not I this resolution. Seen them no. yet, so I don't know where they're at, but I saw them in the trailer and I was like, it's fine. 
So no, they have no. to be in the depths. I they thought there was a cutscene. Well, oh, they have man, to. Well, if they're in the cutscene, they have to be somewhere. I don't want to play this anymore. I'm I, done. Well, you gotta. If I gotta, you gotta. <sighs> well, the good thing is you could still go straight to the end. Yeah, yeah. I heard that the, the speed wild, run. Yeah. I heard the speed run was uh, what? What speed was the speed run in? It, it was like an hour or something. 90 yeah, ninety minutes? something minutes. Ninety four, something like that. How the hell do you do that? Because I feel like the cutscenes alone are things that you have to get through, and those eat up a lot of time. How yeah. is somebody doing a 93, 94 minute speed run on, on this game? It looks massive. I understand time, you can go to the end, but how? Yeah, the amount of time I spend gliding around and trying not to die takes up ninety minutes. Is the end again glide. in Hyrule? I mean, is the end again in Hyrule Castle? Do you think that's the? I mean, is that I how the people know. are getting to it? I don't want to spoil anything, but. Um, a lot of Hyrule Castle, like in Breath of the Wild, isn't accessible entirely yet. Keep in mind, I will eventually just strap a rocket to something and fly into it. <laughs> but fly just fly over the hill. But um a ninety-four so. minutes, it felt like it was ninety-four minutes just to get through the beginning. The beginning. Yeah, which is I don't insane. I finished three dungeons, right? Like I think I'm the furthest out of all of y'all. I don't yeah. I don't think without fused the- weapons. Without fused weapons. I <laughs> I truly feel like I'm like, okay, I'm going to get through the four regions. And then that's the halfway point. Because, like, there's so many things that I'm, like, missing from my, like, okay, game. Like, Legend of Zelda, like, checklist. Okay, I've done yeah. these things. I've done these things. There's so many things missing. that Haven't like, seen Tingle yet. I haven't seen Tingle, which <laughs> upset me. It was just me. a suit. <laughs> I got really excited when I saw Beetle. But, like, there's so many things missing that I'm like... This can't, like, it was a $75 game. There's no way that I can do all of these things and be done, call it a day. Like, I can't, like, I want to say things, you're but I don't want to spoil it. But yeah, there's but no way I'm close. close. There's, there's no, no way, way you're close. This is much bigger. And especially if you, the one thing Geekscapist, which is cool, is when you, you know, in, like in Breath of the Wild, when you finish uh, one of the uh, shrines, you have a jump point to that. You can put jump points in some of the major places that, uh, and there, there's jump points in the sky and there's jump points under the ground as well. In those regions, you can flip between all three of them in the map pretty easily and you can jump to those places. So if I want to go back to the sky, I will say that the sky is a little more disparate than it was, yeah. than I thought it would be. Yeah. The islands are further apart. You can't just fly from one part of the map to another. To you know, There's a lot of traversing to do. The best way to get to a new part of the sky is to go to the ground and find narratively some way to get up there, either through the story that wants you to get up there, or there are stones that fall and you do have a reverse ability. Sometimes I've ridden those reverse blocks back up and there hasn't been a whole lot up there. It is a fun way to transport myself though, because I can then just leap off of it and float to another area. But um, underground, I'm just too scared of, so I haven't explored that, but it, it happens. I mean, James jumped on YouTube and he said it can confirm. I believe he means that can confirm that this is a more difficult game than Breath of the Wild. Uh, And that's great. Yeah, that's actually my boyfriend. He saw me beat the Zora dungeon without fused weapons. So the amount of time it (laughs) took me and the amount of weapons I had to use, he's like, I can confirm that she did this without (laughs) any. (laughs) He was throwing fuse items at James. She's a real one. We tried. Even he was like, why don't you just try? I was like, I don't think that's going to work. I was like, I can't even throw this at it. I can't throw this at it. I'm out of arrows. Like, How long have you been dating him, Kat? Um, How long have you been together? About I don't four, mean to get too personal. About four months. 
Okay, okay. So it's not too serious, but, but I mean, if he was going to propose, he might like go over to the wedding ring and like pull the the rock out of it and be like, "She don't fuse shit. I guess she don't need this." <laughs> yeah. She's like, "I'm just gonna, she's like, I'm just gonna give her the ring without the fancy fused stone." She'll figure out at some point that there should be something yeah. else inside here. Like, yeah. Oh, nice ring. About three years into her marriage, she's gonna be like. Wait, there there's something missing what the i was just fuck? really excited about the moment okay what i was just like, i needed to hit the ground running <laughs> and i did and i did not look back and i'm not sorry because i'm looking at no. it and i was like things would have been a lot easier but i did it without the easy part yeah forget a 93 minute speed run you went through the what first is... three dungeons without yeah, I mean, using like, anything the guy that went through elden ring with nothing but like a, like a the starting gear i'm like i did that it's easy if i can do it you guys should have no you guys should have no problem i don't want to hear any complaints Mm-mm. all i do is a complaint um <laughs> what are some of the most what's the most fun moment you've had so far without releasing revealing too many story things i like uh one thing that, that's new geekscape is that when you do return to hyrule the corruption has changed some of the monsters that you know there are the basic like baboclins and moblins and that this and that some of them though are darker have new horns and feel more corrupted one thing that i love is uh they Hyrule is still as me- still messed up from the calamity. Hyrule is still totally squashed. When you get back to Hyrule, uh, the kingdom is already like, hey, first off, where you you and Zelda disappeared. We're glad to get you back. Uh, what's all this crazy corruption stuff coming out of the ground? What's behind that? Also, Hyrule's not rebuilt at all from Breath of the Wild. It is very mm-hmm. much like outpost now, trying to rebuild things. There's like underground shelters where people have been hiding out. There's monsters that have taken over all the the countryside. And one thing that I love is there are now, uh, there's now a monster hunting, like little mini army that walks around the countryside. And when you run into them, they're like, Link, so good to see you. We're about to go and swarm a monster stronghold. Do you want to come with us? It's very Hyrule Warriors. Totally. "Mm, Yeah, right. I was so excited when that happened. I was like... Yes, let's go. I was let's so go. And, and you're like, okay, everybody, on my signal. And then it you rush the this monster stronghold. It's, it's so great. cool. Yeah. I love the, that new addition of the game. I also like that monsters aren't just at their, their little mini strongholds like they were in Breath of the Wild. Some of them are, in an organized fashion, marching around yeah. the, 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 like the valley or the countryside. And they're led by... A, like a, a ruling version of them, like a, like a leader and taking that one out sends the rest into kind of disarray. So I, I like what I kind of like doing is there are plants that are flammable. There's in the ice area, there's um, there's like frozen seed plants as well that if you strike them, they'll explode and everything around it and the gas little plume will get frozen things. Same thing with the fire. I like to see them march next to it and then hit one of those things with an arrow. So everything freezes in the vicinity. And then I like to rush in and just start smacking that thing with a hammer while it's frozen and just taking out the leader because uh, some of those are pretty challenging. And if you turn around and you don't see that there is like a, a monster little marching, you know, army coming towards you, you can really get, screwed up pretty fast what are some of the fun additions to the game like the like the the monster raids and things like that that you thought were cool so far i'm just really hooked on the building i know um i made this comparison online but it feels like legend of zelda nuts and bolts from oh, that yeah. old banjo kazooie <laughs> um Dungeon Kazoo, yeah. That came out. yeah where it's just like 
you're really just limited by your own creativity. And the cool thing too, is it just kind of lets you fail upwards sometimes. I think the craziest <laughs> thing, and it doesn't, it doesn't sound like too big of a deal, but it was a big deal to me where like the thing that stands out the most is I was trying to figure out for probably way too long how to get the gliders to work. So I stuck yeah. a fan on the back of it and I pushed it off of the island and I jumped on it and it just nosedived. So I clung to the side of it and it was just like... Oh, you didn't activate the fan. You didn't hit the fan to activate it? Well, I hit the fan, but when I pushed it off, it's just pointed downwards and the fan was just making it fall down faster. <laughs> so I clung to the there side are, of it. There are like railings that you have to set the glider into yeah, that'll uh, guide it off and set it gliding. Work. Yeah, no, apparently when, I didn't have time for that. When those. you first see the gliders... <laughs> Josh, when you first encounter the gliders, the railings are right there. No, you know, that no just, that just sounds like that just sounds like a waste of time to me. Exactly. You just hit the I get it. I get yeah. it. It's like, you know, why use the railings when you can just point it downwards? The and then I was like, cl- I was climbing on it, just like hanging on for dear life. But I guess when I climbed <laughs> to the top of it, it made it even out. And like right before <laughs> I hit the ground, it like leveled out and like floated. Guys, balancing like, is such right, a cool. big part of the of the con- of building stuff in this game is just getting the balancing right, mm-hmm. especially with some of those shrines where they're trying to teach you the building technique and they're trying to get you like, okay, transport this ball from here over there. And the first time you do it, it's pretty easy to balance because it's giving you some guides. And then they slowly start taking the guides apart uh, away until you just have to get that thing guided on one single rail and whatever you build has to a carry the weight and keep it balanced and then b just like not let it fall apart with any kind of friction because sometimes your your builds will fall apart if they're hit too hard with momentum they'll just fall apart um but i think the balancing is really cool in the game the physics of it is part of the challenge um i'm a little shocked about the ladder building (laughs) it makes me angry well Well, for josh josh is always at disneyland i thought that something like a monorail or I mean, Disney, like, this speaks Disney's language. It's like, well, it's really a on, monorail system. Well, yeah, well, I never those. ride the monorail. I just walk everywhere, so. Might as well. Like, I was on yeah. one of the gliders, and I had a fan going. I had the rocket. I was so proud of myself, and I needed to get to a specific point because I saw one of those, like, geoglyphs. I was like, I need to get there. Yeah, yeah. And I, like, needed to go down just a smidge, just a skosh. And I was like, okay, we'll just stand at the edge. And I stood at the edge, and it just went, <laughs> it I, I fell off and I like picked up my glider and I'm like, okay, bye. And I, <laughs> I was like, well, I guess this is how it goes. So it's At least like, you didn't die. I mean, the physics is fine, but it really inconveniences me sometimes. <laughs> One other thing that happened that I is nothing to do with the game, has everything to do with the Switch, is I've never replaced my controllers. I, I'm so I have two sets of I have wow. I have two sets of, of the Switch Joy. I mean, it, it may be because I don't play as much because like I go to the PlayStation or I go to the Xbox or go you know. But the Switch, the last game I I mean I've kind of been playing through some of the Virtual Console games a lot. I, I beat Me Earthbound too. for the first time, and so I'm enjoying the yeah. Virtual oh, Console really? games a lot. Um, yeah, I, I finally beat Earthbound for the first time, and it really congratulations. Puts so much- Put so much of Pokemon in perspective and just how much Pokemon was built off of that mechanic. I loved Earthbound. I thought it was amazing. And narratively, I thought it was beautiful. And everything they say about Earthbound is deserved. But um, (laughs) when I finally got back to playing on my TV with the Joy-Cons removed and put into a controller, motherfucking drift. (gasps) (laughs) Like crazy. And discovering this on on a... 
Friday night when all you want to do is play this game that you got when the drift kicks in and, li- and like Link starts kind of just like wandering around at it, on his <laughs> own or the camera starts spinning on its own. And then, so you go back to the menu and you can't even go to recalibrate the controls nope. because shit is possessed and flying around everywhere. <laughs> it happened in both my Joy-Con sets. <laughs> both my Joy-Con sets were completely possessed with drift. Luckily, I discovered that if it's connected to the console and you can go through calibration, it's a lot of, a little easier to go through calibration and reset the things when they're attached to the console than when they're in the controller separate. But that being said, I think I might be replacing, opening them up and replacing them with new new parts. You like that Pro Controller? Well, I have the Mini because I have ten hands. Um, okay. Yeah, I have the the Pro like Mini or whatever it's called. And I was like, I swear to God, when this thing starts drifting, I'm going to cry. And I think it's, I think it's starting to drift oh, just no. a smidge. I know. And You're like, because I, I, I got I'm to like, the fourth dungeon and I, and I finally had to fuse things <laughs> to beat it. Yeah. And then Look, trying to fuse is, a drift. Yeah. Right. You know, I, I, no, listen. Oh yeah. She's attaching to everything. <laughs> I, I, I was going for like a horn of some kind and I ended up going with some kind of eyeball and I'm like, well, we're just doing it. And I was fighting like a black moblin or something. And I was like, those are dangerous. I, they are. They sure are. They sure are. But I hit it with an eyeball. And then I was like, okay, we're just going to have to go to something else <laughs> and figure it out. Uh, I've fought some Henoxes. I've fought uh, all sorts one. of big monsters. Let's talk. Have y'all run up against the Lionel yet? No, I haven't no, seen one I, yet. I've seen the three headed dragons. I've seen them. I heard about that shit. I and those never- are OG original yeah. Legend of Zelda. Yeah. That's the, from the very first Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody today was telling me about the three-headed dragon. And I'm I was too like, scared. Especially oh. since I wasn't fusing weapons. I'm like, uh-uh, I ain't ready. The three-headed <laughs> dragon. How's that going to go down? Well, All right. I think there's different types. Because I've seen one that's yellow. So I'm assuming that's electric. I've seen one that's white. Or that like whitish blue. So I'm that's racist. Ice. Oh, never mind. Ice, sure. Yellow and white. And then there's a red <laughs> one. So I'm assuming that's fire. Yeah. So I'm Lucina. assuming... There has to be different kinds, and I'm I see them, and I know they're like kind of by a place that I need to go, and I'm like, oh, I can navigate dragon hunting. I was like, I can navigate around this. I know I can figure it out. It's fine. I'm so scared because I know that they're gonna look at me and be like, I'm gonna have you for lunch, and I'm like, I don't wanna, (laughs) don't wanna play it. Speaking like the Henoxes, and also and also the the Onyxes and. Uh, earlier, I was talking about that construct, flux construct thing where it was a bunch of boxes, only one of the boxes vulnerable at a time. Um, I'm using my bow way more than I ever did in Breath of the Wild. Are you seeing that as the case that you're using your bow? And of course, the bows are falling apart left and right because the every every weapon in this game is uh, in the state of decay um, and you have to fuse it, cat. To keep it going, cat. No, I'm kidding. I'm just gonna keep me joking with the whole fuse thing. Look, um, I, are you all, I know, are you I know fi- what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> are you finding that you're using the bow way more? Yes. And going way more than I ever did in Breath of the Wild. There are not oh, enough yeah, arrows sure. in the world. It's indispensable. So Geekscapists who are thinking about listening to us talk and thinking about getting this game, um, get ready to get ready to start sniping because. Like you're going to use a ton of arrows, and I love it because the, the brand new technology uh, enemies and this and that, like they have weak spots. And like I said earlier, obviously you all know about the onyxes that have like the glowing gem on its back that you hit with an arrow to collapse it, and then you climb on top and you smack the thing. And mm-hmm. a lot of these enemies have weak spots that are all 
like arrow based and like you got to hit them with an arrow. Yeah, and uh, make sure to attach right something it. to it. Make sure to attach something to it. Sometimes, like uh, sometimes, like with the the onyx. Sure, I like shooting a bomb at it or shooting something with with some power at it. But ultimately, what I love the most because I've fused every weapon in my inventory gets fused. Uh, I like just knocking it down and then going in with something super powerful that I've built and just knocking the hell out of it. Um, go ahead. Have you run into a frocks yet? Have I run into a frocks? I ran into this caveman thing in one of the caves. It looked like a caveman attacked me. And of course, there's the mm-hmm. glowing frogs that attach to the cave walls. Mm-hmm. Those are fun. And know, they don't, yeah. What's a frog? A frox? It is a, it's like, I think it's like the under, like the, the depths version of like a Henox, but it is a huge, huge frog. I'm looking at it because I was Hold trying to talk, talk into your mic. I'm going to look this thing up. Okay. It's a frox. F R O X. It is a um, huge. Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. A, huge a frog frogs. in the depths. A frox. Like a fox with an R. Correct. F R O X. Yeah. Okay, Frox, the Legend of Zelda King. Oh my god, I'm looking at this yes. monstrosity Geekscapus. Yeah! It is a giant one-eyed frog thing. And it's terrifying. Oh my god, what is that thing? It looks like, remember, remember like Weird Science when Chet got turned into that piece of shit at the end of Weird Science, the 80s movie? And uh-huh. it looks like a green version of Chet from the end of weird science but he can probably kill you and he has a glowing orange eye like yeah so, no there's this is a nightmare factory so i'm really big into taking pictures of the things that are trying to kill me <laughs> <laughs> because that's part of the thing they want you to take pictures for your compendium it's like, it's like something your therapist would tell you to do be like those things that are trying to kill you take, take pictures. pictures of them yeah. take your power back so i'm yeah. trying to take pictures and the picture that i have i don't i obviously can't move my camera yeah, well, it yeah. could but it'd be difficult it sure this thing is looking me dead in the face i've taken so many like death blows because i'm trying to get a picture of what's trying to kill me so i can just mark <laughs> it off and mark it off in my, get, off in my get, compendium get close to your get close to your camera and do the impersonation for the audience watching on youtube facebook or twitch just okay oh, take a I, take a look at it and then and then like get close to your camera and like, oh, hold on. okay here we go geekscape and this is another reason you want to watch this live okay <laughs> what's it look like here we go big bottom teeth okay yeah. Imagine my bottom teeth are much longer. Sure. Oh, so he's got like he's got like little teeth underneath, and then he's got that one eye giant yeah. frog thing. Yeah. Oh, James just commented, "We have to break." Up. I'm kidding. James did not cut. James loves you and your frocks impersonations. Well, because he saw it, and he was, I was like, "Look at this!" And he was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "I got this picture." <laughs> I was like, "Hold on, it's fine." And he was like, "It's gonna like it was." I'm, I mean, I'll have to send a picture. It is like dead on making eye contact with me. I'm like, we take it and... And I it's mean, only in the depths. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm never going back. I'm never going back. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the well, you weren't planning on going there anyway, so it's... No, okay. with those things jumping on your back, I'm not doing yeah. any of that. Huge. They didn't advertise it at all. They were like, oh, it's like the sky and the... the don't worry about it. You're going to yeah. have fun. You're going to so, fly around with birds. I see the, <laughs> the depths map and I'm like, oh, it's fine. And I found like two, like they're called old maps. That's all it is. Yeah, I found an old map I when I defeated two. that construct thing. And there's one over here, like way over here. And then there's one way over here in areas that I haven't found. And I'm like, sure. This thing is huge. This place is so big. <laughs> like, I haven't gone down there because I'm so overwhelmed just by the, the surface alone. Then I get down there, I'm like, oh, 
fine. We can yeah. Where are you at, Frox? It's uh, just crazy we'll, to think about how big this game is. It's like a whole a underground area, and then a whole sky area, and then essentially the whole map from the first game. I'm not <laughs> it's crazy with it's... caves. The yeah. caves are new. I'm it's crazy mad. how the yeah. caves are new. It's it's I'm it's the the, the original Breath of the Wild area is bigger already just before the addition of caves. Uh, James jumped into the comments to say, you know what? That was the most beautiful frogs I've I ever mean, seen. James has seen his share of frogs too. I mean, look, it's a. I'll send you. The, I'll send you a picture. It's a good looking <laughs> frogs. Like I got. I'm actually quite proud of the picture I got because it's like he's right. Set, like if I were playing Pokemon Snap. 10 out of 10, highest Professor Oak score ever. It's a good (laughs) photo. He's right in the center. Only cost me seven deaths, and I'm good. I didn't Take a picture of what's trying to kill you until it does kill you. Here's the thing. You snap and you run. (laughs) like those dudes you see on, like, um, well, I don't know if your algorithm on TikTok's the same as mine, but uh, you hear those stories where somebody like was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take a TikTok with my head out over like a railing what, as a train's coming or something," and then you're like, "Oh, some <laughs> idiot died putting himself or like taking a picture with a moving train," and uh, that's that's you in the game. You're like, "I'm gonna take a picture with this." He knocks marching down on me. Look, that's okay. Um, they just respawn. Yeah, they do. Well, I, I don't. I don't know if they respawn <laughs> in real life. I don't know if these guys with the train respawn. Um, all right. Closing thoughts. What are you hoping to see by the end of your time in Tears of the Kingdom that you haven't seen yet? Me, I just more of this, and I'm super fucking happy. Uh, but what are some of the things that you'd like to see that you haven't experienced yet? Maybe there are monsters that haven't come back, you haven't seen yet, that are Zelda mainstays for you. Uh, what are some of the things you're hoping to see? And yeah, well, hopefully we see them in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm just really excited. I haven't got too far in the story, like I said, so I'm just really uh stoked to try to see kind of how each of the areas have progressed or how they've not progressed since right, the last like the game. Rito village is covered in snow at this point like mm, right it, it wasn't covered in snow in in breath of the wild and that's a narrative thing but you'll see like it's it's kind of cool yeah so i i'm trying to book it straight to the zora area but um, <gasps> i keep getting distracted so i'm just really and then yeah <laughs> now i feel like i'm obligated to try to fight the boss without fusing anything so we'll see <laughs> so we'll I see how it goes you have to let me know. Like, I I need to know. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep you updated on how it goes. Once. Oh, my God. I'm, I know. I'm I'm excited now. <laughs> I feel like I should just not fuse at all. It's just see what happens. A fight, a fight. Who could oh, be bothered? I, yeah, I mean, I presume Ganondorf's the end boss. So I'm going to just yeah. try to see if I could throw rocks at him and see what happens. <laughs> throw an eyeball. But, yeah, yeah, right. But And aside from that, it's something that I'm excited about, even though I'm using a new switch for this game. I kind of have the opposite situation with you, John, where I've had drift for years. And then when this game came out, I just used a new switch. But uh, yeah, you're like, um, I'm not doing it for this. Yeah, he's got a yeah. course correct. <laughs> this is right. too important. Exactly. Yeah. But um, I want to transfer my save file from Breath of the Wild over because um, I was reading that apparently your stable carries over. It does. It, yeah. And I spent a lot of time catching so many or uh yeah, catching so many horses. So, like, I really want to make that worth it and kind of just see my old crew again and explore like, like we used to. I, I caught a horse just to get because narratively somebody needed uh, a horse. I caught a you, horse and I brought it in, and then a horse. No, I caught. Aimed I mean, I, I I hit it in the head with a bat. No, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I broke it. It respected me as a Texan. No, <laughs> I, I took the horse, I took it in, and then uh, it was fun to discover that, 
Epona was sitting there waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Pretty much the only horse I really used once I got it in Breath of the Wild. Uh, what are some of the things you were hoping to see, Cat, by the time you're done with Tears of the Kingdom? I mean, I personally want to see Ganondorf because I'm a big fan. So I am. She likes the, she likes I, the bad boys. No, I kidding. do. No, I mean, I play Ganondorf in like Super Smash. He's like my go to. Sure. So I sure. want to like I've seen him in flashbacks. I've seen him in the commercials. Like I've seen it all. But like I want to see him because I want to know how tough he is. Because <laughs> she's like, I want to take a picture. I, I right. will take a picture <laughs> and then I'll die. I mean, it yeah. won't for that. It won't be a good picture. It'll be like a, he's in the middle of attack. He's going to be super left screen. and It'll be fine. But like. Ooh. I'm curious to see because I've I've run into the mummified version in, sure. a, in a cave that's very scary. It's very scary. I don't want to play this anymore. It's very scary. Sure. And so I'm curious because a lot of leading up to this, they're like, it's going to be darker than Majora's Mask. It's going to be darker than, um, uh, what is it? The, um, the Twilight Princess games. Sure. So that's where I'm like, okay, it's already pretty dark, but I want to see where they're getting this it's darker than this from so i'm curious to see what they've done with the story in terms of the timing the characters because the zone i like i had mentioned with you earlier the, the zone ancient I, race yeah there's a lot of different speculations on terms of who the zone i are because they were very originally when they all of the trailers were releasing they were very war driven very different than kind of how they're being portrayed so i'm mm-hmm. very curious to see who they are, what they're about, and how they kind of get their place in the history of it all. I'm very big into like the lore of it all. Um, sure. So I'm curious to see how Ganondorf plays into this. Is he going to turn into Ganon? Is he going to turn into Demise from Skyward Sword? And how that all kind of plays out in terms of correlation with the Zonai and stuff like that. So I'm very curious on I'm very curious on the in-game stuff, but mm-hmm. I'm also curious to see some of like the older characters that I saw. I want to know if my house transfers over from my your save house. Files. Your house. Your house. <laughs> I want to know. This is like that's... Animal Crossing suddenly. Look, I worked very Tom hard on my Animal Crossing a bunch of, island. Yeah, so... carpets in there. Yeah, so I want to know about kind of stuff like that. So I've got a lot of wants. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the first game that Ganondorf is actually in since Twilight Princess, right? I think so. Because it was Demise in Skyward Sword, and then he didn't really kind of resurface after that. He was in Twilight Princess, but that mm-hmm. was yeah, pretty much. And what it. did they call what did they call it in the what did they call it in the Calamity? It was like Calamity Ganon, and Calamity it was just Ganon. kind of like was, a shadow yeah. that was in the shape it of was Ganon. Ganon. It was yeah. Ganon, but Ganondorf himself hasn't been in a game right. since. Like he's right, Twilight Princess. Like I haven't but seen him in a game since then. When you were fighting him in the field, like the Calamity Ganon, I was like, mm, that's pretty close to Ganon. He turned into like a pig thing yeah. and ran around. And I was watching somebody online. Um, you know, people are gaming a lot on TikTok. You're seeing like a lot of the like stuff on Twitch. I saw somebody beating Demise at the end of Skyward Sword, which I think is an awesome battle in a game yeah. that I didn't love. Like, yeah, like Skyward Sword has some of my favorite moments. Yeah, I do not enjoy the game. I think it has one yeah. of my favorite dungeons, and it has one of my favorite battles, that demise battle. And it just made me wish that I could just play that battle again. I guess I could, but yeah, wondering if I'm going to see demise in this game. That being said, 
Demias didn't just turn into Ganondorf. These aren't just re, yeah, like in constitutions of the same spirit, the same enemy. This isn't just like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Somehow Palpatine returned. This isn't just what's happening over <laughs> and over <Yeah>. again. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, things that I want to see, I. I don't know. Like I said, like I, if I play just, well, I don't want to see the zombie things jump out of me. I don't want to see a frocks. Don't want to see zombie stuff. I know I'm going to see all those things, but I don't want to, but I'm going to keep playing because I love this game. Yeah. Um, but I want to say thank you guys for coming and talking Zelda with me. It gets yeah. lonely. Uh, take this. <laughs> it gets lonely going alone. <laughs> take this. Um, Geekscape is, if you want to hear more of Josh Jackson, he's on um, Dynamic Resolution, our video game show. You can also find him on socials at Inu Joshua. If you're an Inuyasha uh, fan, which is like the the anime, mm-hmm. um, that's where Josh gets his name. It's, it's very clever. Josh is a clever guy. I love him. And remember, we <laughs> met at Gabe's. My wife came up ago? with that, so I can't take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> now y'all share both things now, so we're good to go. Um, and I love Josh, and hope to see him a lot more on Geekscape. Um, and of course, again, if you love Josh, go listen to Dynamic, Dynamic Resolution. Um, it's worth it's worth listening to him and Derek. I love them, and a little bit of Shane. Just kidding. I'm always harping on Shane. I love that guy. We, I talk, probably talk to Shane more than I talk to either of you guys. Stuff <laughs> <laughs> love, but I love Shane. Uh, and if you want more Cat Von Z, she's pretty easy to find on Instagram. It's OG pretz like pretzel without the el but it's og the pretz original pretzels like salted pretzels that's exactly what it is <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah uh, she's on instagram you can do that i i think the, that the geekscape has fell in love with you when you started talking about um not just your gaming but then comparing it to when you, when you started going hard on the pokemon in this and that uh i think people are like oh you had my curiosity now you have my attention there we go. I, like I said, I'm a fan of all things. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're always welcome back on Geekscape anytime. Geekscape is, I'll probably be talking to you, uh, the two of them here in the next coming weeks as we freak out. I'm like, I found my first frocks. I ran away. I threw my controller and ran away out of the room. F- I screaming. will be your Jedi master through all of this. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> I got you guys. It's fine. Jonathan, the fusing is in your mind. You'll just have to tell me about beating it because I don't think I'm ever going to be brave enough to face it myself. I believe in you. I'm going to be. I'm going to be your Legend of Zelda hype man. So that'll work. It's going to happen. You're going to work. I'll take it. Well, Geekscape is. Uh, I'm your geek hype man. I hope uh, whether or not you this is your first episode or you've been listening for years. I really, really, really just want to say how much I love doing the show and I thank you for being here and listening to this and share it with your friends if you have fun watching this or listening to this wherever you get your geekscape uh please share it It, that's what it's about it's about keeping people um kind of hyped about our geek culture I was telling people today that my first job was in a comic book store in Austin Texas because I would I could walk there from high school and one day the owner was like you 16 yet man if you're gonna be here the whole time maybe you should like get a job and he it was my first job was working for the, the comic book store there's even an episode of geekscape where we uh where i sit down with the the comic books to the people i worked with at the comic store and we thought we reminisce on some of the things that happened in the comic book store i think that episode is from back in 2017 i want to say right. but i loved it i loved talking og comic book stories uh, it was like it was like watching Clerks, but with comic books. And um, you also want to stay right here where you're subscribed because I've got the Zelda actress, Patricia Somerset, coming on Geekscape next week. I've also got uh, some more filmmakers. These guys did a 
documentary on Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, I think mainly on uh, on um, Freddy and all that. Yeah, and uh, and I got those filmmakers coming up. So if you're horror fans, I got some horror stuff coming for you. I got all sorts of different stuff coming. I, I have uh, this author who's trans coming, talking about the matrix and how it is a trans allegory. And she's written, a, they, I'm sorry, they have written a book on it and they are going to come on and talk about it. And I'm excited about that discussion. There's so much coming up on Geekscape uh, that I've scheduled. And the only way to find out, keep checking back. Best way to do that. Subscribe, leave those reviews, five stars, this and that. And yeah, but tears of kingdom. I think we did a good job talking about it without spoilers. So thank you for listening. Thank you Go for watching. Team. And enjoy the frocks. Good luck with everything. We'll catch you next time. Keep tuned in. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.